Here is a trailer for a forthcoming BBC adventure series. The fastest man in Wyoming, what he had seen, no man had seen before. What he had done, no man had done before and lived. A face at the window, a scream, running footsteps in the night, or an invitation to adventure with... Hawkeye, last of the Pippin Tom. <laughs> Here now is the show that came second in the Tristan da Cunha Festival of Light Entertainment. <laughs> the first prize went to Finland for a report on gutta percha farming in medieval Latin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, round the hall. Welcome to the show. That was, of course, Douglas Smith, the Bane of Britain. Well, now, today is the British Legion Barbecue Bishop for Lent Day. And all over England, there'll be events to commemorate it. There'll be toad grappling at Sadler's Wells, subterranean beaver wiping in the steam room at Girton, dowager cuffing at the Rotherhithe slipper baths, and... A demonstration of knothole freezing given by the Mountford Holmes Formation Liver Sausage Coral at the Hatfield College of Applied Technology and Curate Bleaching. <laughs> and now... By permission of the trustees of the Tom Tiddler Estate, we present... The Muff Plaster Saga. with us in the studio is the last surviving member of the Muff Plaster family, Sir Aardvark Muff Plaster. And talking to him is Nemone Mousehabit. Now, Sir Aardvark. Now, Miss Mousehabit? <laughs> well, all right, if you say so. <laughs> Sorry, my dear. It was just an old man's whim. <laughs> What you were saying? Uh, now, I wonder if you would... Certainly, me dear. <laughs> I suppose that's another old man's whim. No, same old man, same old whim. <laughs> Your family have always been prominent in English history. Oh, yes. Everyone knows it was a muff. Plaster who discovered America. But surely that was Columbus. That's what the history books say, but it was in fact Sir Griffith Muff Plaster. The year was 1491, the place, the court of King Alfonso the Incontinent. <laughs> <laughs> And his queen, Isabella. It was the time of the dreaded Inquisition. Good evening and welcome to the Spanish Inquisition. Now, first... <laughs> first, the yes-no interlude. Will you bring on the first contestant, please? Yes. And the first contestant is an all-age pensioner and heretic from Seville, Father Lacrimoso Throbwalloper. <laughs> Oh, oh. Oh. Evening, Marco. Now, you did say you were a heretic, didn't you? <laughs> and you come from Seville? That is correct. You didn't say yes? I did not. Are you going to recant? I am not. Then you won't object to a little torture? I will not. <laughs> oh, does, it, uh, does it hurt you when I stick this lighted match up your cassock? Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, Did you say yes? I didn't know. Well done, Father Throbwalloper. <laughs> now, for four pieces of eight, or two pieces of four, or one piece of two, just answer this question. Brothers and sisters have I none, but this man's father is my father's son. Who am I? Mrs. Bock is the child. No, no. Shall we give him another try, Cabal? Yes, I do. Come on, then. Who am I? Torquemada. Correct. Now, let's open the box and see what you've won. Ah. Ah, well, you haven't won the Star Chamber Prize being burnt at the stake. Ah. And you haven't won the do-it-yourself torture kit consisting of thumbscrews, boiling oil, and a complete set of Lady Dartmouth speeches. But never mind, because you have won four days, four whole days for two on my own private rack. Ooh! Oh, just what I wanted. You've made a young masochist very happy. <laughs> Bless you, Marco. Bless you. Drag him out and drag in the next contestant. Harder, harder. And, uh, and... And what's your name? Triffid Muff Plaster. And why are you here? Because I said the world was round. I can prove it. I have been studying Mercator's projections. Yes, yes, he told me. <laughs> and you should be careful what you do with your dividers, if I may. It's disgraceful the way he twists my words. Now I get the blame. I shudder to think what he'll make of the next line. Look, it's round. <laughs> Well, anything I say here is bound to be misconstrued. Take him to the Queen. Thank you. Your Majesty, I have a muff plaster outside. How painful for you. It's a sailor. Allow me to genuflect before your majesty. You can do it too as soon as I've finished. <laughs> Brave muff plaster, you may kiss me seal. I don't like to, he looks all damp. <laughs> and poo, he's been eating errands. Uh, 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 uh. Down seal, bad seal, bad seal, down. Down, down boy. Now, muff plaster, what did you want to see me about? I know that your majesty is interested in trade. Look at this map. This map, I've found a new route to the Indies. It avoids the Exeter bypass. <laughs> Give me two dozen stout seafaring men, or four dozen thin ones, or three dozen mixed, I don't mind. But they could man a ship, and I can cross the Atlantic. I might discover a new world. A new world? <laughs> It's a hope, a dream, a new world where all men can be equal and free. Free to eat jumbo nut burgers and whipsy malties 24 hours a day. <laughs> I see, as if in a vision, George Murphy tap-dancing his way up the steps of the White House while Barry Goldwater waves his old glory on the roof. <laughs> I see 
Lincoln at Gettysburg, George Peppard at Tobruk. I see all men marching together down the Freedom Road. Martin Luther King arm in arm with Governor Wallace. Sammy Davis arm in knee with John Wayne. Batman and Robin. Stop it, Batman. <laughs> A land where men are free to... Stop it, Batman. <laughs> free to live in peace and harmony. The American way under American rule. The American way of life. And what are you going to call this land? England. And so young Triffid Muff Plaster set sail in command of a small fleet. The Nina, the Harold Pinter, and the Santa saucy Mrs. Truspot. I was his aide-de-camp. The men... The men under my command were a rough and ready lot. I'm rough. And I'm ready. <laughs> but the biggest scoundrel aboard was the bosun, Iron Liver McVitie. Day after day, he drove the crew relentlessly. Staunch fast, the mizzen whelping grumians. Mizzen whelping grumians, staunch fast. Loop your nooky pinions. Nooky pinions looped. Double cleat your main topsail halyards and jumble home your stench nuts. Do what? Tie a bit of string round that nail. Oh. <laughs> right. Now. Hold fast the mizzen sheet! Aye, aye, sir! Tack down the main sheet! Aye, aye, sir! Hold down all! Now clump up the pillar. <laughs> right. Not, not all. Not, not all. <laughs> Meanwhile, Muff Plaster stood on the poop brooding. You look downcast, Captain. Who's there? I'm your aide de camp. You seem unhappy, sir. You, you've been here alone all through the dog walk. Yes, eight hours and I haven't seen one dog. <laughs> what do you want, number one? Turn back. Please turn back. Why? Well, we missed a chance of a cheap laugh on the last page. When I came on and said, I'm your aide de camp, you could have said, I don't need any aid. I can manage by myself, you see. <laughs> Get it? Did you hear that? Oh, it's a burden having him on a voyage. <laughs> it's him that cheapens the show. Yeah, so denigrating for an artist of my stature. I was pull-out playmate of the month in Orson Elm. Excuse me, excuse me, Captain. What is it, Bosun? The men wants to turn back. They want to go home. But why? They think they left the bathwater running. You're lying. That's merely an ingenious excuse to hide your real reason. You're afraid. Afraid? Yes! Ah! Ah! Nobody calls I live a your coward and lives. How would you like to feel a cold steel? You wouldn't. Oh, wouldn't I? <laughs> ah, ah! Has he? Has he? Yes, he put a cold key down my back. <laughs> All right, iron liver. Take that! And that! You take that! And you take that! And that! Oh, don't you want them? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I've got a drawful. <laughs> Besides, you've got the height to carry them. <laughs> don't think they're a wee bit tight round the hips, do you? I, mean, I, don't, I don't want to look cheap. No, no, it's you. Oh, but all right then. <laughs> but I must give you something in return. Oh, what is it? A quick crush for me, Cotton. Ah! <laughs> you've done it. 
You've done it, Muff Plaster. Against all the odds, you've discovered the new world. Quick, onto the beach and claim the land for Queen Isabella. There, I got the flagpole. I name this land America. And just think, Muff Plaster, one day a proud city will stand on this spot. Here, the Statue of Liberty. There, the Empire State Building. What are you going to call it, Muff Plaster? I don't know. What about New Grimsby? No. What about New Ashby de la Zouche? What about New Leighton Buzzard? New, new... Careful with that flagpole. Um, uh, new Manchester. I don't like it. I've got it. I, watch what you're doing with that flagpole. New... Careful, watch it. New... York. <laughs> And so it was that for a long time the Goodwin Sands were known as the United States of America. (laughs) But that's another story and probably funnier. And now the moment we've all been waiting for. But first, the Fraser Hayes Four. Ladies and gentlemen, to sing Gotta Travel On, the Fraser Hayes Four. almost gone. I laid around, I stayed around this old town too long and I feel like I gotta travel on. There's a lonesome freight at 608 and it's coming through the town. Coming through the town. Yes, I'll be homeward bound. There's a lonesome freight at 608 coming through the town and I feel Almost gone, yes, summer is almost gone. I laid around, I stayed around this old town too long, and I feel like I gotta travel on. The winds will soon begin, but I'll be on my way. Gone the lonesome day, yes, I'll be on my way. The winds will soon begin, but I'll be on my way. And now, the Round the Horn colour supplement. First, Daphne Whitefire. Hello. <laughs> well, there's been a lot of controversy aroused by the film version of Ulysses. People say this sort of thing shouldn't be allowed. I quite agree, it should be done in whispers. <laughs> 
Thank you, Daphne Whitethigh. And come in, Sunday night TV personality, Seamus Android. Hello. All right, hello. And I'm here on the set of, and here beside me is the uh, star of the film, a beautiful young lady who I know you're dying to as I am. <laughs> and this seems like the perfect opportunity, too. So without further ado, this is Seamus Android returning you to the studio. Thank you. And thank you, Seamus Android, a man who has few peers, except at his prompt card every ten seconds. Now, this week, the colour supplement takes a look at London. Here are some interesting facts about our capital. Did you know that if you stand in Piccadilly Circus long enough, it's said you'll be arrested for loitering? <laughs> Did you know that London boasts the largest home for distressed gentlefolk in Britain, where people of breeding, too old for useful employment, can spend their declining years pottering harmlessly about collecting OBEs? <laughs> it's called Broadcasting House. <laughs> Did you know that if Nelson's column was laid on its end in Whitehall, the tip of Nelson's hat would block the entrance to the gents' washroom at Scotland Yard? <laughs> Did you know that Archer Street was once the haunt of archers, that Brewer Street was the centre of the brewing trade, and that Mincing Lane has an interesting history too? <laughs> There's lots in London to interest the visitor. The waxworks, where lifelike effigies of former politicians can be seen. It's called the House of Lords. <laughs> next door, next door is the Chamber of Horrors. Or House of Commons, of course. A great tourist attraction, of course, is the London Zoo, where although in captivity, the animals receive the finest care. And uh, how are the patients today, Dr. Pewterblast? Well, I'm a bit worried about that horse in the East Enclosure. Oh. He's got a nasty swelling on his back. Mm. I tried to lance it, but he didn't take kindly to that, so I put a bread poultice on it. But it hasn't gone down. Yes, I'm not surprised. That horse in the East Enclosure is a camel. Oh, <laughs> oh how mortifying. Yes, isn't it? <laughs> How's the, how's the giraffe? Oh, I diagnosed that all right. He's got a sore throat. Yeah, I shall paint it with iodine just as soon as the scaffolding's up. But, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm worried about that dog. The dog? Yeah, the one by the lion house. He's hysterical. Oh, that's the laughing hyena. Oh. <laughs> Has uh, Keeper Jenkins told you about the boa constrictor? Apparently he's been off his food. Oh, yes, Keeper Jenkins told me. I had a look at him. He's all right now, except for a nasty protuberance in his stomach. Mm, what do you think it is? Keeper Jenkins. <laughs> I'm, I'm more worried about Corn Posture, the elephant. He's lost his memory, thinks he's a baby kangaroo. Keeps hopping about on his hind legs, punching people. Good, Good heavens, yes. And it's the other kangaroo that frightens me. Corn Posture keeps trying to get into her pouch. <laughs> but then I've got worries of my own. Mm, what's... <laughs> what's, the, what's the matter? I've got to resign. Why? Well, yesterday I thought that Lulu, the giant orangutan, was expiring. So I leapt into the cage and gave her the kiss of life. And it turned out she was only asleep. When she woke up, she misunderstood the situation entirely. Now she's suing me for breach of promise. And I think there's a lesson for us all there. Of course, for many people, London spells romance. Come here, Fiona. Look down there. 
It's like a necklet of diamonds on a velvet cushion, stretching away as far as the eye can see. Oh, Charles, it's a so lovely at night, London. <laughs> I love it at any time. London. In the fog, in the rain. I even love it in the winter. When Jack Frost touches it all with his icy finger. I love it too, Charles. It's our London. Yes. All those plucky cockneys. Costermongers, ironmongers, fishmongers. They're all munging something. And how did Noel Card put it? Ah, yes, I remember. Cheerful little cockney sparrows. Look at those two. Ah. Uh. <laughs> oh. No wonder they're so cheerful. Charles, I want to remember this moment and keep it always. To pluck it out of time. Lock it away in my heart forever. Forever? Yes, Charles. Forever and ever and ever. Never let me go. No, Charles. Never. Never, ever. Never, 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 ever. Ah, uh, London. <laughs> what strange magic you weave. Fiona, have you ever loved like this before? No, not like this. Not quite like this. Not on top of Big Ben. Don't worry, Fiona, it's only the half. <laughs> well, there are many songs, airs, and doggerel about old London, and here, with an air of the doggerel, is rambling Sid Rumpo. Well, my dearie and how is your cord wangle this week? Nigered. Oh, dear, then you won't be able to scope your woggling on for us. Ah, there's no problem. I grunged it at the all-night bogle wash in Paddington. Yes. And listeners, uh, if you think that's a lot of rubbish, remember you get the sort of show you deserve. Now, what are you going to sing for us this week? Tis a master fumbler's travelling air and tells of a fair young maid from Hackney Wick for whom he'd gladly wordle his stunging troon and it goes after this fashion. <laughs> In Hackney Wick there lives a lass whose grommets would I woggle. Her gander parts none could surpass, and her paws it makes me boggle. Her mool is fine, her grunge divine, the way her loomers tick. I'd give up work for one quick nerk. <laughs> I won't go into a long explanation of the precise meaning of the word nerk, as it would weary you. Sweet lass of Hackney Wick, sweet lass of Hackney Wick, sweet lass of Hackney Wick, I'd give a groat for one quick scroat. Sweet lass of Hackney Wick. And thank you, Rambling Sid. 
Now, the best way to see London is to go on a guided tour. Uh, last week, I was leafing through my copy of Forbidden Flesh Monthly. <laughs> it's a vegetarian magazine. And the latest edition has a rather daring front cover, uh, an unretouched photograph of a scotch egg. <laughs> In the nude, too. Anyway, I saw this advertisement which read, Guided Trippettes, Troll Round London with Us. So I hurried to their address in Chelsea. Hello, anybody there? Hello, what do you want? <laughs> oh, I, I was uh, expecting somebody else. This, uh, this is Guided Trippettes. Oh, yes, you want, you want Master Julian and Master Sandy. I'll, I'll call them down. Oi, one of your regulars down here. It's Mr. Oh, so it is. Oh, how nice to vow to your dolly old eek again. Thank you, thank you. Tell me, uh, who, who, who's your friend? Oh, that's Gordon. Mm. <laughs> the one that used to be the attendant in the uh, slipper baths? Yeah, that's him. He's working for us now. Hmm, sort of gentleman's gentleman. You could say that. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's more your odd job, Omi. <laughs> Here's a pound, Gordon. Go and tinker with your motorbike. Oh, oh. Car, Master San. Yeah. Mm. I say, mm? you'd have to talk to him about his clothes, Sam. What do you mean? What with them studs in his jeans and them studs in his jacket. It's got more rivets than the Q4. Mm. That's your actual fourth queen. <laughs> Yeah. They're, um, what? they're scrapping the other two queens, did you know? Yes. Oh, I know. When I read the headline, Queens to be scrapped, my stomach went, oh! Well, I'll tell you. I was going to say it wasn't nine to an eight. Pale. What? I had to have a sal volatile. <laughs> oh, oh. Dreadful. Dreadful. See, he really is a devoted royalist. Devoted, I'm oh. devoted. Voted anyway, uh, mm. enough of that. I take it. Uh, I take it you're interested in a guided tour of London. Uh, yes, I am. Our motto: see London and die. Yeah, but surely that's Naples. No, London. You'll die when you see the places we take. <laughs> we start off with all the usual sights: the lattes of Parliament, Buckingham Lattie, the lot. Oh, oh yeah. Cruise around all the lattes, having a quick vada. Yes, that's right. Mm. Then down your birdcage, walking up your mall. That's your pool. <laughs> Then a quick manjari on top of the GPO tower and back to the palace uh, after that to Varda the changing of the guard. Mm, that's right, changing the guard. And when he's changed, he's off to the city. <laughs> off to the city. Off to the city to see the old Pallone of Threadneedle Street. Oh, the, uh, the Bank of England? No, Mrs Noam's friend. Oh. She keeps a very understanding pub in the city. Mm. It's called the Gay Bar G. Yes. Always full of chums. Mm, they, it's very nice, though. They do a very good draft creme de menthe. Oh, very. 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 Mm. Do a lovely head on it, they do. Lovely head on it. Thus revived, the weary travellers up the West End for the gay round of the night. The Marine Commando Club, Paddington. Yes. Pink Ginagogo. Mm. Reynard Laspoon's Club. Oh, Reynard Laspoon, is that the famous female impersonator? Yes, mm. that's right. With our tour, you spend the whole evening at Reynard Laspoon. Yes, it's fantabulous. Oh. 
Oh, what a spectacular! Oh, the lighting, the lighting. costumes, the yes. makeup, Slam. the jewellery, oh, the fave hairdo. Well, it sounds remarkable. It is, particularly when you consider that's only the waiters. <laughs> Anyway, I went on the tour and I really got to see places that the normal visitor to London would never see. <laughs> and that's why next week round the horn will be an outside broadcast from Pentonville Prison. And Cheerio, see you, Governor permitting, next week. Cheerio. <laughs> Starring Kenneth Horne with Kenneth Williams, Hugh Paddock, Betty Marsden and Bill Pertwee. On the musical side, you heard the Fraser Hayes Four and Edwin Braden on the Hornblowers. The script was written by Barry Talk and Marty Feldman. And the show is produced by John Simmons. <laughs>